This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A justified war? Can vengeance be a policy? Can war be made humane? Or can the contradictions in the very nature of the act make a true oxymoron of the term a just war? When Israel became the victim of a shocking attack just last October 7th, most acknowledged its right to defend itself from Hamas, a terrorist organization. After all, Hamas attacks after entering Israel had killed at least 1,000 Israeli civilians. Women, children and the elderly, even foreigners, were not spared from the brutality, they were either killed outright or taken as hostages alongside Israeli soldiers. The heinous acts that Hamas committed against innocent people were so barbaric that they automatically triggered both righteous indignation and worldwide condemnation. An iron-fisted military response from Israel was not only expected, it was justified. With the support of the United States and other Western allies, Israel used that rage to respond within its lethal arsenal. A state of war was declared by Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. The intention is to crush Hamas once and for all. Civilians were ordered to leave Gaza at once, though thousands have remained. Israel cut the delivery of essential supplies into Gaza. This meant no water, no electricity, no food. Airstrikes have been launched, and a full-scale invasion appears to be imminent. The Israeli offensive was targeted at Hamas militants. But the Palestinians claimed that the attacks were indiscriminately done. As a result, hospitals, mosques and even ambulances carrying the wounded were hit. Many who were trying to escape the conflict died in the process. The obvious danger today is that this conflict would start a larger Middle East conflagration. Lebanon and Syria can be powder kegs. Hezbollah has joined the fray in at least four areas along the Lebanese border. Syrian airports have been attacked to prevent militant groups from bringing in supplies from Iran. What can change Middle East politics today are mass demonstrations that are growing in number and frequency. They are triggered by the horrendous bombing of hospitals and civilian communities already struggling to survive without power, water and food. Rage is boiling over on both sides. While the need for revenge is an understandable response to violence, it is counterproductive and unhealthy. Fordham professor Harold Dekushian says, like hate, revenge is something that takes a toll on the person who feels wronged as well as the person's enemy. It is inherently unhealthy because it takes a psychological toll on the person. Venting those feelings of anger and hostility does not decrease those feelings. It may give you a cathartic feeling, but it doesn't last. Professors J. Atsu Amigashi and Marco Runkel of Guelph in Munich studied the desire for revenge and the dynamics of conflicts. In it, they modeled an infinitely repeated conflict between two factions who both have a desire to exact revenge for past destruction suffered. The study shows that vengeance can even cause low-ability players to exert more effort than high-ability players, making them more inclined to succeed. They also found that when there's a strong desire for revenge, the conflict escalates and takes time to cool down. When there's no strong desire for revenge, the conflict reaches a steady state right away. They concluded that the conflict is sufficiently less destructive if the rate at which past destruction is forgotten is sufficiently high. U.S. President Biden has cautioned the Israelis not to be consumed with rage. He draws lessons from America's response to the World Trade Center attack on September 11, 2001. The unprecedented event led to long-drawn conflicts in Afghanistan and Iraq that cost the U.S. more than $3 trillion and thousands of lives. Israel has every right to defend itself against Hamas, 
but its actions should still be governed by international humanitarian law. The extent to which it has bombed and blocked supplies and aid into Gaza Strip, all while there are still hundreds of thousands of Palestinians stuck in the area, may no longer be justified acts of self-defense. Rather, they can be seen as indiscriminate acts of violence. And, as the saying goes, violence begets violence. Hate begets hate. Vengeance is a seed we cannot afford to sow, as it will bear nothing but more death and misery. Conflicts like the Israel-Hamas war only cause much suffering to innocent civilians who are caught in the middle, be they Israelis or Palestinians. And, if vengeance is an acceptable policy, then we might never see the end of it. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, 